Mm. All right, so let's make it plain. This week on the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, I want to talk about taking off that armor. And um, there's a few specific stories that I'm going to go into. Um, one just in talking to, you know, two of my best friends and then one that, you know, uh, was really hard for me to realize uh, just about myself in, in moving forward and just trying to grow, not just as a professional, but, you know, also, you know, as a man, as a, a, a husband, as a father, um, which is exactly why I wanted to, to speak on this message. Um, in present day, um, I'm living in a reality where a lot of the people that I saw get married um, around the same time as me or before me are getting divorced. And, you know, you, you hear those little comments off to the side. I wish you would speak up more. I wish you would go out more. I wish you would, you know, let me come out with you sometimes, or I wish you wouldn't nag me so much, or, you know, I wish you'd spend more time with the kids. You know, I wish you'd dress up more often. You know, there's all these comments that men and women make back to each other. I wish you handled money better. Um, I wish you'd open up to me more. I wish you wouldn't drink so much. I wish you wouldn't get your hair done so much. Like there's all these things that as men and women, we say to one another and nobody really ever listens. And it's because we've got that wall up. We've got that armor up. And at some point, it might have served a purpose, a very great purpose, maybe in the schoolyard, maybe in law school, maybe while getting your master's degree or, or maybe when you were, you know, just going through the police department and just getting that badge and that gun, maybe when you were just becoming a fireman or maybe, you know, this is how you learn to intimidate people so you can't open up and talk to people anymore whatever it is, we put on that armor and now I'm looking at all these people divorced, right? Nobody's perfect. And I don't believe one person is more to blame than the other, because a lot of times we choose these people. And then <laughs> there's always like a couple of people in the background saying, I told you, you shouldn't have married him. Or I told you, you shouldn't have married her. Like there's always these people that have seen it. They're probably great with discernment, but not really good with much else. So we don't listen to them. But they've seen it the whole time. Like they, they can see the the issues, the red flags. As I mean, that was so popular a few months ago. Red flag, red flag, red flag. But we've got this armor up. We've got these walls up. And it just doesn't allow us to really grow from it. We, we don't hear. We don't listen. And like I said, like, yeah, there's, you know, those people that see all those red flags. But mm, like I said, it's not really one person more than the other. Because like I said, like, if you married and dated a cheater and you didn't ask all those questions, and it just blindsided you and you just never knew. How do you just not know? Like no one is that good with just hiding things all the time. They're going to cry out. They're going to speak out. And, and and same thing as far as women, like men, how do you not know that she's not happy? You know, she's been asking you to come home and not go 
to to fantasy football every Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. She's been asking you, you know, to spend time with her and go out on dates when the kids are on, you know, sleeping over at their friend's house every weekend or golf tournaments or softball tournaments and all this stuff. Like she's been asking you to hook her up with you. <laughs> she's been trying to get the hookup with her original boo. So, yeah, it's it's just tough being in this position now. I'm watching people that were stronger than my wife and I, people that were more dedicated than my wife and I, or at least I thought, right? And they walked up, they walked up to the altar and separated. <laughs> and that's just the thing, like, hey, do you be an adult? Um, but like people don't realize the business of marriage and 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 the type of business it is. So that's why it got me to it really got me to thinking, like, why do we keep that armor on for so long? And how damaging is it to keep it on when you you actually need parts of your body that need to heal? Like you actually need to take some time and recuperate and, and, and chill, right? So uh, as I as stated before, I'm gonna tell you um, you know, these two stories and I'm gonna tell you mine. <laughs> um so I'm just talking to a good good friend of mine, good buddy of mine. And, you know, I just kind of started asking those hard questions about changing the community, changing people's mindsets, Um, because whether you're dealing with, you know, neighborhoods of poverty or neighborhoods in the suburbs, there's always something that needs to be changed, a mindset, a thought, wisdom, you know, some type of common sense that isn't common. And so he alluded to it several times. You can't change that. God has to change that. I'm just like, what? You can't change that. God has to change it. But I'm like, that's not true. Like, everybody I know watches commercials and they're influenced and affected by those commercials. Everybody I know goes out shopping and goes to stores and at some point ends up buying things that they hadn't planned on buying. (laughs) You know, we're all influenced in a certain way. Not everything is so cryptic as, you know, you know, God is hovering over that person, you know, with a a, a, a calculated clock saying, OK, I think I'll let them hear you now. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. You can even read the Bible and it says lean not to your own understanding. So in that moment, God is giving you a choice. Or let this mind be in you that's also in Christ. You you have a choice. So if everything is up to God, that means we don't even have a choice. <laughs> you can't even choose to be saved. You can't even choose a baptism. You can't even choose to be Catholic. So, yeah, it's just kind of crazy, you know, thinking about it that way. Um, because... <sighs> The power to change and who can change and what is changing. Um, I think it all has to do with, you know, that type of armor that you've built. Now, if at some point, and I know this is rare, you look down and you see, man, maybe this armor isn't all that it's cracked up to be. <laughs> because I'm I'm second or third generation uh, uh 
death by cancer by 50, you know, all the, all the men in your family die at 50 from a heart attack or none of the men or women in your family have, have been to college. Like at some point you got to look down at that armor and realize, man, this armor is cheap. And we've never found a way to upgrade our armor. It's been cheap and God, man, cardboard. <laughs> really? Like, hey, it's, it's, if it's reinforced with aluminum and a couple other things, sure, it's light, it's fast, it's durable. Maybe a little plastic, you know, maybe throw a little Kevlar here, a little Kevlar there. Yeah, you know, you can make anything work. But you always say that that gold plating is too much for you. You always say that that, I don't know, platinum coating is too much for you. And even though it might take a little bit more time, even though you might have to do, you know, some some things that are a little bit, you know, outside of your normal, you know, daily habit. You you can you can upgrade your armor. It's okay, (laughs) You know. So, you know, and then the second second story talking to a buddy of mine and this was just in light of master's track and field we're you know talking to my my big bro talking to my buddy and he's just like yeah he's like bro first thing they told me when i started running master's track and field was go ahead and let that whole mindset from when you were 21 go let that go You thinking that you got to do one more rep and do all that. He was like, you don't. He was like, you're, you're, you're a professional period. You're an adult period. What you're doing to make yourself better and be in better shape and be a better person. That's all for you. It has nothing to do with the people that you're going to run against or compete against or compete in front of because nobody really cares. You get hurt. You're a hurt old man. You get hurt in the NCAA or get hurt in the NFL or NBA. And yeah, now somebody cares. (laughs) But the armor, the ego, and the standards that we've built for ourselves at one time served a purpose at that time. They were amazing and they worked. But wearing the same shoes, the same clothes, eating the same food and doing the exact same things at 45 that you did at 25, only if they promote health and wisdom and, and positive growth, should you be continuing in those things. And it's this armor that we keep putting on. Your, your muscles are bigger now and you keep trying to fit into this old armor. You're so much wiser now. You're actually able to wear diamond, platinum, gold, rubies, all these, you know, wonderful purple jewels. But you go back and put on the the high school leather and and, and, and padding and wood, um, wood plated armor that you once had. Why? Why would you choose? (laughs) When, I mean, you can clearly afford it. You have way better credit. You've got all these wonderful things going on. But you still choose the wrong armor. Now, let's let's make it real. I mean, 
when we're talking about men not going to the hot or, or men not going to the doctor because we just don't see the reason to go and find out that we have something wrong with us. That's that armor that I'm talking about. That's that ego that I'm talking about. We would rather sit in silence and in and, and ignorance and not know that something's wrong with us while fully being capable of healing and helping ourselves and doing better. But if you have stage four cancer, you would never know because you didn't go. And this is your body. It's just like a car. If you're not going to you know, take care of it and ignore every time you run over a tire and ignore every time, you know, the, the check engine light comes on, that's on you. We don't have a check engine light as humans. We just start bleeding or getting tired or blood in our stool or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, it's it's tough. But we're wearing that armor a lot of times because we don't want people around us to get scared. Right. I've got to be the strong man for my family. That, that they need, I can't show them that I'm hurt. I can't show them that there's a problem. I can't show them, you know, that I cry, <laughs> you know, and I don't have the, the, the research or the statistics on this of, of what specifically it does, because I came across this information a long time ago. And when I saw it, I was just like, wow, that's what happens when you cry. It's like a release of stress and a release of, of, of things combined all together that when you do release them, I don't care where you are. Be alone. Do it alone. I don't care. But release that holding on to that stress and that anger and all that nastiness. It just ages you ages you more than you want to age. And there's just there's a lot of things with the human body as people. That, I mean, we continue to do that just continue to hurt us. You know, one day it's like you're you're young and, and fit and, you know, you, you like <laughs> you're looking at a back to the future or, you know, Avengers Endgame. And like you see how young and strong you were. But then, like, once you start to realize, like, you haven't been taking good care of yourself, everything is is heart or arthritis or uh, 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 oncology or pulmonology. Like now everything you've been doing is coming back to hurt you if you don't do it the right way. Like you got to do it the right way. And what do we find out? We've been doing it the wrong way. The armor that we were given in cigarettes, the armor that we were given in alcohol, the armor that we, oh, those, that's not armor? Uh-oh. So it was all just ego. It was all vanity. It's like in that movie, Devil's Advocate, when Al Pacino is trying to school Keanu Reeves on what vanity is. He's just telling him in a nutshell, all that, all that is just making you feel good. None of that is real value. And you've got this armor up, this ego up, this image up while your marriages are failing your health is failing, your children doing bad in class, they don't know you, you don't talk to them, they can't really connect with you because all they see is the armor, right? Like, oh my God, his shield, his sword. 
I'll either get knocked off or knocked down the stairs or chopped in half. Now, this does apply to women, too. I don't want to make it seem like this is just men. This does apply to women, too. And women, you all, I mean, sometimes your armor is so thick, you don't even need anybody. We can't even see that you're hurt because we can't even see through the walls and the fortresses and castles that you've built for yourselves. Your CEOs, your CrossFitters, your your Titans, your warriors, your giants now. But even still, I'm not talking about macho and, and testosterone. I'm just talking about a woman's ability to think. She can heal everyone. She can love everyone. That her heart as an ocean can quench all of those lavas, all of those eruptions. You don't have to. You can, but you don't have to. And that's why I'm saying like this armor, you all. It, it, a lot of it sometimes comes from a good place. You've got a good heart. You've got a good mind. And this is something I had to learn. But it's not checked in reality. My wife calls it rose colored glasses. And that, that brings me to the last story. Um, <laughs> I, you know, kind of was going through something at work and just wasn't really sure how to deal with it because it involved someone above me in management. So I even went back to old managers and asked them, like, hey, what do I do? Like, this is new. This is different. I don't really know what to do with this person, you know, because they're not like they're not specifically over me, but. You know, they've got some power. So what do I do? No joke. I want to say every month for the next two or three months, I was sent mandatory training that talked about and dealt with the things I was dealing with. But my armor in this case was silence because the longer I could remain silent and not go to HR, I wasn't causing a problem. I wasn't causing the fuss because to me still, still to this day, I just don't believe you can go to HR and move up with a company. But there's the problem. The companies won't improve or get any better until they know how to get rid of the snakes. Right. And those snakes lay eggs and those eggs bite and, and, and kill and devour people. <laughs> right. So. I went through it. And and as a bonus, I do want to throw this in there because for my female listeners, those ladies that are listening out there, um, I feel like this is very important. Um, <laughs> you moms, you women out there, you have a strong obligation and a code. Reach out to those women that are like you. OK, you, you know what I mean? Like politically, they're like you. Movie wise, they're like you. Um, the way you guys talk about things, uh, they're like you. You know, you you got an Asian husband. You're a black woman, an Asian husband. She's a black woman, an Asian husband. They're like you. You know, you're a black man with a redheaded wife. He's a black man with a redheaded wife. Y'all, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. 
Don't let these moms just be out here alone because motherhood is the greatest sorority ever and is the hardest membership ever. It is such a thankless job. And these women will get on Facebook and finally they'll take off the armor and you see how beat up, how bruised they are. All the places that men worship and love have bruises on them. And then when we ask these women to give of their body in the bedroom, they can't because they're so damaged from the day, right? That we can't even be as husband and wife what we want to be in the fantasy world because we haven't really given ourselves a chance to heal in the natural world. So these ladies are out here wearing all this armor because they have to day in and day out. Funny thing was, I didn't have to dig too hard. Um, just in work, my clientele, my client base, when I started telling women, you know, I'm about to have a child, you know, I'm about to have, you know, uh, my first, um, they were just being real with me and honest. One girl just honestly told me, she was like, I ran my boyfriend off clean because of postpartum. So then when I ran into it, I knew exactly what it was, you know, just as a man, you, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what to do. You know, you got to have another man tell you, which is like another point. <laughs> when you putting on the armor of fatherhood, it's not the same as it's not the same armor you put on, on the football field, the basketball field for athletics, fighting for sports. It's not the same, but you can use a lot of it. In your fatherly journey. So these women were giving me basically weapons and, and shields and armor to use in the future. I can't tell you how many men could benefit from that information just sitting down and talking to each other. Because when you're going through it and you're going through those tough times, you get home at five o'clock or six o'clock. And, and that lady has just been with them kids or if he's a stay at home dad and the stay at home dad has just been with those kids. He's been putting on an armor. She's been putting on an armor all day to be a father, to be a mother as a stay at home dad or as a stay at home mom. They've been putting on this armor all day for the kids where really they want to break down and cry sometimes. Because they've got to mold these young minds and really they want to back hand slap them sometimes. But you don't because you're like, you've got to grow. You've got to learn. You've got to be efficient. <laughs> and being physically violent doesn't prove anything. You should not treat your kids like runaway slaves. You, you've got to build them with the knowledge and the tools that come from the best of you and baby mama, the husband and the wife, right? And you're trying to do all that while molding and reacting to a mind and a brain that isn't quite complete and sufficient until 27 or 28. Do the research, do the psychology. And I mean, I haven't even talked about going through your 20s, going through your teens, going through, you know, puberty and, and, and the development. I haven't even talked about that yet. But 
These are those things that you can't see while you're going through it day to day in your armor. And then like being in this stage, this day in the, uh, uh, this part of the game, I'm sorry. It's, uh, you know, you know who I really feel sad for? I'm talking about armor, but this is where it all starts. Teenage years, high school. Yeah, high school. Because, boy, like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you working off of from your, your 20s and 30s but high school? You go to your 10-year uh, reunion and you're 28, 27 years old, right? People want to see what you've done in, in regards to, did you get that basketball scholarship? Did you get that track scholarship, that football scholarship? And then how did it go? Hey, I, I, I weren't you and such and such going to get married? Or weren't you about to, you know, go become a mechanic for BMW? Or, hey, I thought you were going to go uh, take over your dad's, uh, you know, curry chicken restaurant. You know, you never know. And then you see these people and in reference to that time, you think about their embarrassing high school moments, their challenging high school moments, and we have a, a bucket and loads of high school movies to to reference about this. And and a lot of people are a more polished version of what they were in high school, right? Where you fit in in high school, a lot of times is where a lot of people stay. They don't really grow from that. They just keep layering stuff on top of what they were in high school. A lot of people just don't grow. Now, some some are challenged to grow in other directions and, and other paths where, you know, maybe if they were, you know, really, um, you know, sheltered, maybe now they're open. Maybe if they were racist, maybe they got a black wife, you know, as a white man, he's got a black wife now or a black woman. He's got a black husband now or Asian or Latin, you know, or Middle Eastern. Right. Like we do have a chance to branch out and change like we do change. But just think about how much of your identity has so much to do with your teenage self. Because as a kid, you can't drag your toys and who you were saying the ABCs into high school. But you take a whole lot of your high school self and those playlists and that music you listen to senior year. You take a lot of that with you, don't you? So. This structuring and this image that we build for ourselves, this armor that we build for ourselves, it is rooted in a bunch of things that we do phase out of. If anything, I think we need to like revisit that a lot. How much our armor will change at each stage in our life. And it's like, it's sad, like. Growth is growth. You go into the deepest jungles, the, the most beautiful places, and what was there for 20 or 30 years that looks amazing and wonderful is ever changing. It's ever growing and expanding and evolving. When they started to prove that the earth is alive, that just messed me up. That the earth isn't just sitting here with dirt and seeds. This earth is actually alive. And well and moving. So 
you know, the whole thing I wanted to get at with this message is just how foolish we are in wearing a certain type of armor that does not fit who we need to be today or, or want to be. Is your armor silence? Is your armor just doing just enough to get by? Like, maybe your armor doesn't look so good. Maybe your armor actually keeps you unnoticeable, right? What if that armor just isn't doing anything for you at all? That fear that you've been using to get by, it's old. It's done. It's not doing anything. That that smart aleck attitude that you have, I mean, you haven't had a job in 10 years. Is that armor really helping you? You run everybody away. Is that armor really helping you? I mean, everybody that works for you gets fired when they work on other teams. Is that armor really working for you? So, yeah. There's a lot of healing and a lot of great things that need to change and need to happen under that armor. And for me, the hard part is sitting down and writing it down and saying, man, I don't, I don't like that. I do this. I don't like that. I keep thinking like this, or I don't like that when my wife or my daughter or my boss or my mom or my dad or my sisters or brothers or cousins or, you know, anybody, the guy that flipped me off in traffic. I don't like why I don't like where my mind goes when they say these things to me. That's okay. That's growth because dealing with it and dealing with it again means that you want it to be better and that you want it to change. Then when you finally get it to change and be better, you're a better person for it. So let's deal with our armor. You know, is it weighing you down? Is it old and outdated? I mean, I haven't seen a VCR or a videotape. I think since watching Captain Marvel, the scene where she drops in the blockbuster video. Are you wearing VCR armor? I haven't seen a cassette tape. Actually, I lied. I have seen a cassette tape. I have a whole shoebox full of them. I haven't used a cassette tape since... I want to say maybe 1999, maybe early 2000s. I mean, especially Napster and audio book or whatever they were calling it, where you could download, you know, CDs. Are you still using cassette tape armor? Are you wearing RoboCop armor? (laughs) You know, are you wearing Super Mario armor? It's like, it's like the, the game. Video game God of War. It's like he upgrades and changes his armor with every every time he needs to beat somebody. But come on, people. We got to change our armor. We got to update our armor. Get your oil change done. You, you got to fix that armor. Get your tires rotated. You got to fix that armor. Get, get your PSA. Get your colonoscopy or whatever. Mammograms. Go change your armor. Go update your armor. Because what worked in 1985 and 95 and 2005 
and even 2015 might not work today. You got to change the password on your um, on your work computer like every 90 days. It's time to change your armor. Hey, you want to keep the emblem? Great. But let's just make sure the rest is built for the battle that you're you're, you're going into. And, and and best thing I can say, best of all, what if you don't need it anymore? You're at the beach. Everybody's drinking pina coladas. And you're walking around fully clad in Game of Thrones armor, Lord of the Rings armor, Iron Man, Wakanda Forever, Ibombe. You're 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 fully ready for battle and don't need it at all. But you don't know that, Wayne. What if somebody runs up on me? You don't even need it at all. I love you all. Hopefully you love me back. You can like and love and share these messages. I'll see you soon.